Hey everyone, my name is Yaro, and you're listening to the Daydream Voice podcast. It's been a while, and I'm so happy and excited to be back with you. I can honestly say I really missed you, and I missed podcasting, and also I really needed this break. Um, so yeah, this is a solo episode on starting the year in a more gentle way, um, away from conditioned resolutions and dieting and going to the gym if that's not your jam and I'll also talk a little bit about working with the strength card and choosing a a card for the year ahead rather than um, drawing a card for the year ahead because that's become a really beautiful ritual for me. So I want to begin by saying why I had a little break. I was in Germany for three weeks over Christmas which was really beautiful and it was really nice Um, to be able to spend time with the family and just take things a little bit slower and you know reflect and do all these winter things that are good for us like resting and reading books and thinking about what we want from the new year. I also spend significant time moving all my courses over from Teachable to Mighty Networks which was um, a big leap of faith because it was a big investment of time and money But I'm really glad I did it and it meant that I had to step away from some other commitments such as podcasting but it's all done now so I can kind of come back into my usual flow of creation which I'm also excited about. So Teachable was a beautiful container for all my courses because it was easy to navigate and it was affordable for me and it was just a good start but I really wanted to focus more on community in my business and I've ran more than 20 free workshops last year and one thing that many people kept saying to me that is that they felt less alone after coming and that that was something they really appreciated about it and it was great to meet other people. So I really wanted to have a group away from Facebook because I feel Facebook is incredibly distracting and it often doesn't feel like a space that's truly nurturing um, because we so often get sucked into our feed and um, it also doesn't feel like, you know, it doesn't feel very private, I think. And on Mighty Networks, there's now a community of people that have committed to their weirdness in a way you know they're into my stuff so they're definitely weird (laughs) and and they're interested in studying the same things and they can connect with each other you know people talk about their books and the projects that they're onto and what they're currently working on and what inspires them and I'm so happy to see that and the other thing I really love about it is that there's now also an app um, which means you can take my courses in bed or while you travel or anywhere really and it's just a lot more accessible and easier to navigate so yeah I hope you'll check that out it's available to all patreons um, you can pledge three dollars or more and you'll get access to the magic of embodiment which is a year-long program looking at ritual and tarot and folk herbalism through the lens of embodiment and also the diy uh, small business school which is all about learning how to run a small business in a way that's sustainable and that honors community and access and kindness and freedom and all these beautiful things The theme for the Magic of Embodiment this month is expression. Um, So when you become a member now, you'll get access to expression and the previous three um, modules as well, which were uh, grounding, protection and dreaming. And this month I've included a plant friend profile for calendular, there's a self-massage practice for your feed, a tarot spread for creative expression, 
Um, there's other things. Let me check. <laughs> a ritual to choose like a tarot card for the year. And there's an audio on working with the wand uh, court cards to nurture creativity. And a herbal recipe for a ritual bath to welcome the new year. So yeah, that was really fun to make. And you're still welcome to join that, of course. Um, these are all my news. So I want to talk a little bit more about how like what kind of practices I like around the new year because I think in January it's so tempting to get sucked into this idea of self-improvement and um yeah there's this like collective energy of um we should all go to the gym and lose weight and um and also we should all be totally clear about what we want for the rest of the year and have all our months mapped out and that's just really hard and it's also just not for everyone I don't think that you know, some of us do really well with lots of planning. I sometimes do in some areas of my life. But sometimes it's good to be brave and open to uncertainty. And I feel that's politically a, a really big theme for all of us anyway at the moment. And so for me, learning to live with uncertainty and um, becoming more adaptable is something I think that I really value um, and want to prioritize a little bit more. So yeah, one of course one of the main things that I like doing is journaling and and very gentle movement practices and I've shared them on here as well. But one thing that I also really love doing is to choose a card for the year rather than to do a really big tarot spread. So I know some people are really into like doing a year head reading. Um, and I do them, I have nothing against them, I just don't, well I don't actually do them, sorry, I wanted to say I respect them and I think for me they're just too big and overwhelming and it feels too much to ask of the cards to map the whole year out and I also can't take all of this in so I really prefer to break things down and to do smaller readings each month and I also like to choose a card for the year ahead so I'll sit down with my favorite deck um, this year I chose to work with the Next World Tarot deck by Christy C. Road and I'm going to read you from that as well. And I looked at all the cards and I really gave it some time and I looked at the images and the symbolism and I made a short list and I thought about what was speaking to me and about the qualities that I want to develop um, in myself and the needs I have for the year and kind of really gentle desires, you know, nothing like I want to you know, by March this needs to happen and then by May this has to happen. I have a general idea that I want more stability and community in my life. I want to be able to walk my talk, to be financially secure. I want a little bit more living space. I want to grow this school that I'm building that is so close to my heart and feels like a real impression expression of what I believe in. Um, and I want to build a podcast and talk to more amazing people. So these are some related things that come up in relation to business at least. And and again, I think for some of us, it's really good to have more tangible goals, to maybe even put some numbers on them. And for some of us, it's good to move away from a very intellectual way of wanting very tangible, measurable successes. And I know that's me. I think I personally need to remind myself to value my intuition and make space for movement and fluidity and dreaming and I need to remember that what matters really is how I feel about things and not exactly or not necessarily what they look like so you know I want to feel like I am financially independent enough 
um, or liberated enough to just trust I'll always have what I need. And maybe for some of you that sounds too vague, like maybe you feel more comfortable with numbers and that's 100% cool and I support you with that too. Um, I just also feel like these numbers um, could change for me, like I don't actually need a ton but there's certain things I really like. Like I don't want to have a car. I don't want a huge house. But there's some insurances, for example, that I want. And I think overall I'm trying to create a feeling um, and an embodiment of freedom that I can't always put into numbers. But I can use these feelings that I want to create as like a true north or as like a guiding post for me to consistently and continuously and in a fluid way check back on where I'm at right now and what my next steps are. So yeah, this is why I really love choosing a card. Um, The card I chose for last year was the King of Coins. So I worked with that card a lot. I thought a lot about what it would mean to be someone who like does long-term planning and is a bit of an architect and creates structures and holds community in this way and who is very very grounded around the home and the body and food and money and all these worldly things and that's been really helpful I feel like I was thinking about this archetype when I was making big decisions I was asking myself what they would do and it just felt nice to be connected to just one card for a whole year Um, When I started working with the tarot, and it actually was the same when I started working with plants, I had this idea that I needed to know everything right away and I wanted to just greedily like soak soak up as much experience as possible and um, uh, get to know as many cards as possible. And I think that's understandable, but also... I've really slowed down now and I can spend time with just one plan or just one card for like quite a long period of time and it feels peaceful to make that space to really drop in with experiences that we value Um, and there's no rush you know Um, there's really no rush um, to understand every aspect of every single card right away Um, so there's different practices that I then have with the card I chose I sometimes build an altar for this card or I think about um, objects that kind of signify that energy or those qualities to me. So I was working with lots of rocks and like earthy colors and smells like rosemary. Um, I was sometimes also trying to move like that archetype. So I was trying to think about embodiment and um, how that person, you know, how would a king of pentacles dress and move and eat and talk? And that was interesting to think about. Um, I was trying to make some art. Again, that was really like woodland colors mainly. Um, lots of color blocking, lots of things that felt really earthy, which was nice. Um, I was journaling a lot about this archetype and I did a lot of kind of smaller readings where I was exploring my relationship with this archetype so for example the beginning of a month I would draw one card on what to release and one on what to invite in order to be closer to embodiment to the embodiment of this card so yeah there's lots of different ways in which you can work with the card for the year if that's something that you're excited about I would love to hear if you're choosing a card I know so many people choose a word for the year which is also kind of cool Um, I've done that too. My word for the year is safety, which I know sounds really boring. (laughs) Uh, And I so own that. But I think for me, safety is a place from which I can be incredibly creative and trusting and uh, open and 
expansive and excited about the future. So it isn't actually that boring after further consideration, and that's why I chose it. And I'm excited to see how that's going to play out throughout the year and how I'm going to return to that year uh, word. The cat I chose for this year, 2019, is Strength. Um, some part of me is almost a bit ashamed of how like how an, how much of an obvious choice this is because it's such a it feels to me like an easy to relate card you know like there's there's not so much like um resistance to it coming up to in a reading and it feels like many people have a fairly straightforward idea about what strength means to them and yet I think it has so much more complexity that I've been able to explore so far um, and that I really want to work with and so uh, yeah I made that commitment. I'm looking at the strength card right now um, in the next world tower deck and in this deck um, there's a person surrounded by um, really beautiful uh, plants uh, taller than the person even um, and they're nurturing them and spraying them with water and they seem very content and certain about what they're doing which feels really good like that's something that strength is to me. In this deck, the card is also connected to the sun and it has the number eight. And I think I, I'm really excited about this card because I feel that resilience and strength that's very gentle and fluid and open is going to be incredibly important for us collectively and individually. Um, as we're talking right now, it is late January and there's a lot of turmoil in the UK and in the US as well. And Obviously, that's a very Western-centric view um, to value these things, but also it is part of my life experience. We're preparing for Brexit, but we don't know what's going to happen. There's different kind of opinions and news every day. And it's very hard to think about the future and to imagine what is going to be possible. I don't have British citizenship. I'm German, so I'm going to have to apply for dual citizenship, and that's a process that's already been years in the making and will be some more years in the making so uh, that has its challenges for sure and it feels good to kind of lean into the strength card to work through that in a way yeah I also want to read to you from the book that uh, Christy wrote uh, for this tarot deck because I think it's a very beautiful and very unconventional uh, way of looking at the card Strength fears disaster, but hearts drift road for shelter and plan wisdom for nourishment and survival. Strength fears losing a connection to themselves, so they make sure to surround themselves with a lifestyle that heals them. Ding, ding, ding. Objectively knowing when toxicity is present, strength honors where they come from, even during a departure. Strength asks you to study humanity's mistakes and discover how they are exhibited in your, uh, in your everyday life. Strength asks you to navigate ferocious terrain in order to learn radical tenderness. <sighs> so there's two things that stand out to me here. The first thing is a lifestyle that heals them. And the other thing is learning radical tenderness, which is just everything, I think. And I think when I prepared this, this uh, podcast and made some notes about what I want to talk about, part of me was like, radical tenderness really isn't that all you ever talk about and is it still important and then another part like the biggest part of me was shouting back yes it is and it has so many layers and complexity and it's never going to get old boom 
And I think that's really my takeaway from 2018, which was really beautiful in so many ways. I've met amazing people. I've nurtured relationships. I uh, ran more than 20 free workshops. I launched two programs, The Magic of Embodiment and the DIY Small Business School. I built community. Things really changed. I started a Patreon. Um, I became an art student, which was really huge for me. And so I'm really grateful for this year. It was incredible. And also in many ways, I again and again saw that understanding things like radical tenderness or nurturing self-care practices or working with plants or journaling is something that's just an everyday commitment. Obviously, it doesn't have to be every day, but it's an ongoing commitment and and it shows up in continuously different and beautiful ways. And it's also a spiral. The same stuff comes up again, but differently. And so, yeah, if you're really committed to this for the rest of my life, <laughs> I've decided that the continuation of the Magic of Embodiment program, when it completes, will be the Magic of creative permission which is similar but different you see a theme here um because I've really gotten into embroidery and textile arts and watercolor and I want to teach these practices in conjunction with everything I'm already teaching to kind of deepen that work that we've been doing together and I'm really excited for that so yeah just a few more closing thoughts for the podcast I'm really grateful for your patience during the break um, I would really appreciate your feedback and your reviews because that's really helping I'll be doing more interviews in the coming weeks which I'm really excited about obviously you'll be the first to hear um, if you want to support the show please become a patreon that would really make a big difference and it will just make more space for me to create stuff for you but it will also get you access to awesome programs um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening and for being here and for sharing. Thank you.